Hello and welcome. My name is Alonda Carter. I am the Recovering Hunbot, and this is Season 1, Episode 21 of Hey Hun, You Woke Up. This podcast is brought to you on 10 different platforms, including Spotify and Stitcher. There's also a video version on YouTube on my channel, which is The Recovering Hunbot. Today, I am chatting with my friend, Lib, and I guess you could say that she had a near miss with joining the multi-level marketing company known as Enagic. Also, you might hear Kangen Water, and what this company does is they have these very expensive water filtration devices. The only way that you can purchase one is through a distributor, and once you purchase one, well, you yourself can become a distributor and then sell it to others. However, she wasn't brought into the opportunity directly. There was a roundabout kind of a route where she then eventually discovered, oh, this isn't what I thought it was. There's actually an MLM attached to it, and I'm not interested in that. So without further ado, let's go ahead and welcome Liv. Liv, thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate your time. Now, in um, a conversation that we had, you told me how you came across something that looked interesting to you, and you thought that it there was a, some sort of an opportunity that was going to help you, you know, reach goals that you had. So today, we are going to discuss that. So I want to first say thank you so very much for being here. And the first question I have for you is, how did you find out about this? program you signed up for. Thank you so much for having me. I'm more than happy to share about this program. And really, my mission is to bring light to this darkness. A lot of people I feel like are going to follow for this really bad scam. So when I was starting to expand my education about digital marketing, learning what certifications I wanted to get with the hopes of eventually building my own business, I just happened to follow a lot of people who were kind of in that um, creative digital space on Instagram. So I follow Instagram for this girl, Ashley, and her Instagram account is. So all I just saw was like this girl who had these beautiful pictures of her traveling all over the world with her boyfriend. And she talked a lot about how she was an affiliate marketer, how affiliate marketing helped her leave her full-time job. I've been familiar with affiliate marketing because I know that's how a lot of YouTubers get paid. That's how a lot of bloggers get paid. It's one of the easiest ways to monetize something. So I'm like, okay, it's not like an MLM where you're buying a legitimate business or we're buying into a business, but you're getting the affiliate link off of these actual non-scammy businesses and you just get a commission off of whatever people buy through your link rather than you having to buy that inventory yourself, you having to recruit people into the scheme and then you profiting off their upline. So I was like, okay, she seems kind of cool. She seems like, you know, she looks about she was my age. I mean, I figure she can't be, she has to be younger than 30, but I think she looked maybe late 20s or so, kind of from her time frame of her story. So she ended up somehow randomly DMing me. I think because maybe I liked her posts because I thought they were like, oh, it's fun that you're traveling all the world. I mean, I'm personally kind of a local body. My husband's a homebody. We've done a little bit of traveling together, but that's not like our big, like our big ambition and hope and dream in our life is not to just go and wander off all the world. But still, I kind of like to follow people for really like if they're offering something interesting, I'd like to, you know, how did they get there? Even though my priorities are more of like being able to invest my money as being a local body. Some people are like, I just want to be, I know I'm out and travel the world. She DM'd me and said, Hey, um, 
are you working a regular nine to five? Do you not get to travel enough? So I was just like, well, it's a little bit of a weird invasive question, but okay. Um, I just said, I said, oh, I work in luxury vehicle sales. I mean, it's kind of a time consuming job. Ha ha ha. I mean, because we work holidays, we work weekends. I have some nights where I come home from work and it's like 11 o'clock at night and I have to get up early for opening shift the next morning. Um, I was like, yeah, but I, I like my job, but I am looking to kind of build something on the side. And she goes, at the time I was about a few months out before my wedding and I was like, yeah, I'm engaged. I just want to be able to build something on the side a little bit. I'm getting married soon. want to have a little bit extra money for my wedding and yada, yada, yada. So that's kind of how she caught me into it was just that initial of just really finding through Instagram. So I'm thinking, Oh, is it? And she's like, Oh, cool. I do affiliate marketing. Would you like to learn more? And I said, Oh, I'd absolutely love to learn more. And she said, Hey, um, here's a link. I have this video that you can watch. Um, and I'll make sure you get a really, really good special. So I'm like, okay, cool. Um, so that's just kind of how she wrote me into it. And then it all just goes downhill from there. Okay, so you, you eventually were like, you watched the video, and mm -hmm. so I kind of want to know a little bit about the video of like, you know, what kind of picture did that paint, and based on your conversations with her and the video, what were your expectations when you signed up for the program? So I thought, okay, like this is, you know, probably like, because I know a lot of people do use webinars now for, um, for business marketing. And what's actually really sad is that how many scammy businesses are actually robbing opportunities for legitimate businesses. Cause a webinar can actually be a very useful tool for a sales funnel in so many different industries. And unfortunately I feel like this whole like webinar sales funnel method has been corrupted by these people. And then it, it really gives the people who are actually providing good content in the webinar who actually want to truly educate people and give them some good content as a way to help sell the business. It's just selling a dream. So I'm thinking, okay, maybe I'm going to learn, like, you know, what's the basics of affiliate marketing? How do I sign up for affiliate links? How, or even because it's easy, you can just go on anything. Like I know Bluehost has an affiliate program, Forever 21. I mean, rest in peace, Forever 21. Um, most businesses online have, at least I have an e-commerce storefront, will have some sort of affiliate program. So I thought, okay, it's like, is it creating a blog? Is it creating a YouTube channel? Is it doing it through Instagram? Like, how do you draw out traffic? So that's what I'm thinking in my head what this video is going to be about. So it's like, maybe, okay, I can have some good content to glean from. Maybe I can actually just use that content from the webinar. But then if she's selling something at the end, it's kind of taking it a little bit more towards how to refine it. But the webinar was really all about her sob story. And it was using this, it was using neurolinguistic programming as a way to sell the dream. She was talking about this story of, I think she was working. She's like, I worked in corporate America. I'm like, for all you know, I don't even know what, what the fuck you did for a job. I know for some reason people use corporate America. Like I worked, I interned on Capitol Hill. I worked the political realm, but I don't say I worked corporate America, even though I, I'm like, whatever, fine. There's something evil automatically about corporate America, even though plenty of people actually, you know, can get benefits and <laughs> still get vacation time and still have work-life balance, even with a corporate job. But nonetheless, um, in her webinar, she tells this story that it was like her parents' anniversary or something like that, and they had planned this big trip to South Africa, and she was trying to get off of work, and her tyrannical boss said no, but she was like, you know what, I'm going to go on this trip anyway, so she had put her two weeks in and quit, but then she's like, oh, I came back, and I need to have another job, and I was hurting for money, and then she even says, I tried doing um, 
web design, but I just couldn't figure it out. I tried to do this. I tried to do that. It didn't work. And she even said in the video, I tried to do an MLM and it wasn't for me. So I'm thinking, okay, at least this is not an MLM pitch. So I was like, okay, maybe within something of this whole sob story, there's, you're not just trying to sell this MLM. And she's like, I was able to retire my boyfriend. And I'm like, yo, if I retire, I was like thinking, <laughs> I'm going to sound like a bitch for saying this, but I was like, yo, if I were to retire my fiance before he proposed to me, like if we were still boyfriend and girlfriend, I'm like, yo, he'd be putting a, he would put a ring on me, but nonetheless, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just being a little mean, but honestly, she kind of deserves it because of how many people she's actually hurting. Um, but so after, and then it just seemed like, so there was nothing really actually substantial in the webinar. It was really all of her just selling this pipe dream, selling that, oh, this is how I can escape. And this is how you can do it too. So by doing this, just buying this program or whatever, we give you all the tools so that you can go ahead and retire. But she never said like what those tools were. There was nothing instructional. There was nothing educational. There was nothing informational in this webinar content other than her sob story and that emotional manipulation. So then she's like, but you know what? I'm hooking you up for a hundred bucks. I'm like, okay, fine. What's a hundred bucks? Maybe there is actually useful content. And, and she had said to me over Instagram DMs, this is something you can still work on on the side. Cause I was like, Hey, I don't plan on leaving my nine to five anytime soon, especially because I am trying to buy a house too as well. And I need to have proof of income. I need to have W2s because even if you have the cash, I don't know if you own a house, but it's a long process. All my friends who've bought homes or property have all told me you need to have your W2s, especially for me being a commission sales job. I need two years of those. So, but I was like, okay, I'm not gonna be able to get myself like financially established. So at least I'll just do this as a side job. Even to replace my full-time income, I'll still at least keep my nine to five for the benefits. So I open it up and it leads to something called the ACE initiative. And I'm like, all right, is this like an actual, like, you know, I'm thinking this is a social media course that can actually teach me how to do affiliate marketing. So with that being said, I'm like, okay, I got a notebook, I got a pen. I'm like, you know what? I'm ready to learn. So the first module in the course is it's this weird, like brainwashing culty mindset stuff. It's like, close your eyes, take a deep breath. How much money are you envisioning? What's your income goal for this month? Um, what would you do with this money? Name places that you want to travel. I don't know why for some reason traveling is like, like this magical thing as if like people who don't like people who work nine to fives don't travel. I mean, heck, I have tons of friends who travel for work and they still get little mini vacations amongst work travel. You can still travel the world without having to be this whole like financially free and follow this whole stupid, oh, I'm going to fire my boss and I'm going to just like go off and somehow exist and make money. Um, so other than it was like, it was all about that weird, like culty brainwashing mindset. It's just like, just dream harder, envision it. Cause when you envision it, this is how you can manifest this reality. It's all that new age mumbo jumbo trying to get that whole like weird law of attraction type of thing. So I'm like, all right, I didn't learn anything productive now. I just paid a hundred dollars for what? So I keep on going through and then it gets to the, it says, now here's the high ticket item that you are going to do the field marketing for. Oh yeah. Oh, I also forgot to mention in Ashley's webinar, she was saying that even so 
part of doing signing up for this program is that you're going to make an impact, especially to bringing clean water to impoverished countries and all this kind of stuff. So, you know, it touches on that. Okay, you're at least a humanitarian if you do this too. So you're at least doing some good in the world. So it happens to be the Enagic water machine, which was told to me that it was um, medical supply. It was like some kind of like, it was like an expensive piece of medical equipment which people who work in the medical supply sales industry will probably be the first people to tell you that no you just can't go ahead and put this online with an affiliate link no doctor no clinic owner no private practice physician is just going to buy some random overpriced water filtration system that is making these claims of being medical grade equipment for their offices i'm just like no you you're not a doctor, you can't make these claims, you're not someone who works in the medical supply industry, you're not an engineer, stop, just no. So, and then when it said the compensation plan, they said, and the guy pitching about the compensation plan, he's like, look, this is a better pay plan than people who sell cars. I'm like, ha ha ha, this is funny how you're even like talking to people like, he's like, you'll be selling more. And I'm like, okay, these water filters somehow cost $4,000. And how is this making more money than me selling a car? I mean, because every dealership has a different pay plan nonetheless, but, and he showed, so instead of a pyramid, because I know a lot of times, if, I don't know if you, I mean, you were a part of Beachbody, but I've actually, believe it or not, and I'm embarrassed to admit this, I've been to a few of those MLM meetings when I was young and dumb. Fortunately, I had my mother talk me out of it and be like, oh, it's a pyramid scheme. My uncle also told me the same thing too. Don't fall for a pyramid scheme. <laughs> So instead of having a pyramid for the pay structure, they just did it as a pie chart. So it, it, at least, you know, it's a way to justify that it's not an MLM because Ashley was saying in her webinar that she's like, oh, I don't do MLM, but you are freaking doing MLM. I don't care if you're just structuring a pie chart or a pyramid. It's still an MLM when you say, okay, here's how much of a cut you get. But then like when people, when other people refer or sell those products, you get this much of a cut too. I'm like, no matter how you slice and dice it, you ought to know something. Uh, when you cut a slice of a pie out and just turn it up, it's still a pyramid shape. So that was the course. It was very unimpressive. And I was like, you know what? I just wasted a hundred bucks on this. I'm like, I'm gonna try to get my money back. It's, I, it's been within like less than 24 hours and I just demanded a refund. What you believe the real business is associated with this program? What was really being offered to you, but it was the skies basically. Exactly. That's how it felt like. And I was like, uh, so I wrote in the email cause like I said, Hey, I'm asking for a refund. I said, I was expecting a legitimate social media marketing course to teach me affiliate marketing. I was not expecting um, a pyramid scheme and I just demanded the refund. Um, how would you say that, what kind of tactics were used on you to get you to say yes? Cause you've mentioned things about like brainwashing and stuff. So what was used on you? Can you give me some examples? So obviously me at the time, um, I had just come from a bad sales month. So and here's the funny thing. So I don't know who said it, but I think it was either Kiki Chanel or Emily Leah, one of these other more big Madison Harnish. I don't know. I think one of these other ladies who honestly, these ladies are truly doing the Lord's work. I'm like, you will be rewarded in the afterlife for this because you are saving so many people out of bad businesses. One said, no one started an ML, no one starts an MLM because they were a good place in their life. And that's where 
big couch for you because I had just come from a not so great sales month after my previous few sales months were actually pretty profitable for me and I was making a good income. I was like, oh crap. And I was getting stressed out. One of my managers at the time who ended up getting fired, he was just beating down my neck and I was just getting sick and tired of having to deal with an asshole manager. And I was so fed up. I was starting to get more and more fed up with work and I was stressing out because I had been, um, I had friends who had recently gotten engaged and I was missing their bridal showers. I was missing their bachelorette parties because I had to work. So part of it was, I was craving somewhat of a sense of time freedom. I mean, really, I could just go back to a regular nine to five and step and getting out of the car business if I wanted to free up my weekends. But it was that predatory nature of like, oh, you know, it might, it's like, oh, if traveling's not your thing, at least, no, you'll have some of the extra money for your wedding. You'll be able to have your week. You'll be able to take more weekends off so you can, like, go to your friend's bridal shower, go to her bachelorette party or whatever, yada, yada, yada. That's how it was also pitched to me. It was never pitched of, like, hey, learn these skills to develop yourself professionally so that you can market yourself in a professional way, whether it's at your day job or starting your own online business, whatever. It was all about, oh, this is so you can travel more. This is so you can get that free time. That's how it was all sold to me, not on anything tangible. Now, let me ask you this. So you go to the webinar and then mm -hmm. you get somewhere where you're going to the ACE initiative and you have to pay for that. The $100 that you paid, was that like a one-time deal or did you have to pay that like every month, annually or what? So it was um, a $100 monthly payment, which, I mean, it's not, in the grand scheme, it's not a whole ton, well, not for me at least, especially for me at the time. Um, it wasn't a whole ton of money, but I was like, okay, maybe hopefully if this first month doesn't work, I just go ahead and cancel. It's not a big deal. I can cut a $100 loss. Like a $100 loss is like, I don't know, I went out, my husband and I go out to eat like for a fancy dinner or something like that. Um, so that's how I was like trying to mentally justify the $100. I was like, you know what? Best case scenario, I make money. I make my money back. Worst case scenario, it was only $100 at least. It wasn't thousands and thousands of dollars. Like there are some people who lose thousands on these business scams. So you pay to get to this. So obviously she did not create this thing, this, this thing that you then bought, this program, this course Correct. that you bought from the ACE Initiative. It's created by somebody else. So was she yeah. an affiliate of that program? So it was always like I'd be the affiliate of Enagic or the Cajun water filter, whatever it's called. But so she, she wasn't the program creator. And I learned that pretty early on because the intro video, it was, they were talking about how, why they created the program. And even in their intro video, um, one of the guys, he's like, yeah, I went to West Point. I was commissioned military officer. I'm like, oh, cool. I'm army brat myself. I like go veterans. Yay. Um, but he was even talking about more of how this one business gave him more freedom and time to be able to do other business ventures. And that just seemed really appealing. But what's so crazy is they always seem to dance around what the actual business venture is and who created it, why it was created. So it's just all this recycled content and material. There's not, it's just, you keep on. And I think that's part of the trick is that they don't want to give you too much. They don't want to actually instruct you on what it is. Cause if you actually know what it is, more people would run. Yeah, that makes sense. So you, so with this opportunity that she was an affiliate for, cause she had an affiliate link, I would presume that went yeah. to, okay. And I actually did get the refund. I was like, I'm going to sue y'all's ass if I don't get my refunds. <laughs> 
but was the point of it for you to become an affiliate of that and then to also join Enagic? Was that the That's path? the thing. Like, I don't actually know because that nothing was ever really told to me. I was just like, okay, I just opened up and followed the course module of, okay, like, and then it was, again, first this whole stupid mumbo jumbo mindset thing and trying to manifest your dream life and trying to envision that. And then it goes over what the commission structure was. And I was like, all right. So once I got, once I got to the pay structure, I was just like, okay, I'm out. How would you say that um, members who join this program, um, this opportunity, if you will, how would you say they market it? Or did you know, did, were you, did you have a clue on how you were expected to market what was being put in front of you? So again, they never really walked through the content. They never really walked through. I mean, because I was able to look somewhat in my member portal. It's like it had the links of like, okay, this is where you would create your Facebook page. This is your Instagram page, your Facebook pixel. So it had like all the tools. And I know after I got my refund back, I just started looking at the ACE initiative a little bit more. And I stumbled across this one blog. I think it's called like the Bar Naked Scam or something like this. I can send you that link later on. Um, and a lot of times when people who reviewed the ACE initiative, they said that even like the content for how to do the social media marketing, it was stuff that you could either find online or you can do it for free, or you can even find better quality stuff online for free. It wasn't really actually instructional in how to actually like create your message, like how to actually like do like how to, okay, I'm like losing my train of thought here, but how to create persuasive sales copy, how to truly market and present yourself and actually be a marketing professional. And that's what I was hoping for. I was like, you know what? I don't mind paying a little bit of money so I can learn how to become a marketing professional. That's because I feel like I mean, I'm gleaning from resources online, but I would like to have that little extra bit of guidance. And Ashley was like, I'm a business mentor too, but she never actually mentored. That's another thing too. So she said she was a mentor, but didn't actually offer mentoring to you. So exactly. So what happened was I went into my portal. So, and her, she told me what my next step was. It was to schedule a zoom call with one of the coaches that they had listed. She wasn't the coach, but, um, I had another coach who I was supposed to be working with, but once I started seeing too many red flags, I'm like, yo, I am out. So I just kind of like BS and I, I was like, Oh, my best friend had an emergency. I had to go help her or something like that. So I was at least able to kind of like lie myself and get an excuse out of hands. Like, cause she was like, Hey, why don't you show up for the zoom call? And I'm just like, um, I had emergency. I had to go help my best friend. Like her boyfriend just dumped her. It was totally not true, but I just needed something. And she's like, okay, well, let me know when you can reschedule the zoom call. And then I was like, you know what? Uh, I don't think this is for me. And that's when I started like presenting my doubts. And then I went ahead and just kind of like, I, I got my refund back. And then she was like, hey, I heard you got your refund back, which I'm like, how did it get taken out of your commission check or something like that? And then that's when the attacks came. So if you were going to continue, because you said that you saw like the, the pay structure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Were you, were people able to make a commission off of, I guess, these water machines? Is that how that worked? Do you recall? Yes, that's exactly how it was. I'd be getting my commission off of, first, I had to make my initial investment in the machine and demo the machine so that people would get obsessed with it. I'm like, yo, I'm not spending $4,000 on a water filtration machine. I don't have that kind of money just to piss away. 
So I was like, fuck no, I'm not doing this. And <laughs> then, but yeah, it's basically, it's, you have to start, you know, you promote yourself and then be like, well, you'll earn that money back because people are going to fall in love with it because it's such a great product, but that's how all MLMs are. And then look how many shit MLM products are. I mean, look at unique makeup, look at Monet, like how many women have lost their hair because of Monet's, how many people end up with certain adverse health repercussions because of Herbalife drinks. Like there's so, how many women have fallen into eating disorders because of Beachbody? It's like, no, it's not that incredible of a product. Your product actually kind of sucks. It's just overpriced. And they justify the price by saying it's that great quality of product. And I'm like, no, it's the markup on it because everyone in the pyramid has to get paid the commission. Like even cars don't have that much of a markup on them. As much as people want to think like for people who are buying a car, I'm like, no, I can actually show you on the back end how literally the markup is just to pay for the repair. If it's a used car, there's like any reconditioning work that we did to put on the lot. Like it's not as much as what you would think it is. Like these MLM products are heavily marked up. Okay. I'm just curious because you know, my mm -hmm. background is creating courses and I've been doing that for like over 20 years. When you go into this course, were there instructional objectives? And if so, were these instructional objectives aligned to the content? So really the way how they structure the course was you come on in, you watch the intro video by, I think it's the founders of the Nate's initiative. And they talk about, again, like they're, they're trying to like, you know, brainwash into the whole stories of like, we had nine to five jobs and some of them went, like, one of the guys, I think, had moved to Costa Rica, which, believe it or not, I don't know why, like, these, like, weird, like, scammerpreneurs, con contrapreneurs, whatever they're called, they all want to go to Costa Rica for some reason. And, and I would love to go to Costa Rica, but now I'm kind of scared to go to Costa Rica because I'm afraid I'm going to get scammed. <laughs> but um, they, did, they did the intro video by basically talking about how good at building your online business is and really just trying to, like, they just, they fluff and butter you up and get you mentally hyped and then that's when the part of the course jumps into the whole mindset and then that's where they start brainwashing you and saying like this is how you achieve your dream how much better could your life be if you had this much extra money where would like it only takes a short short amount of time like your life could change drastically in one month two months three months whatever so I didn't feel like they were teaching me stuff, but this like weird like mindset stuff, like the whole Tony Robbins rigmarole. Yeah. How, okay, so you said like you know about the attacks, like when you when she found out you, um, you know, got your refund. So mm -hmm. how would you characterize the reaction when you um, were like, "Yo, peace out," and this is not for me. And I know you don't have the receipts anymore, but can you can you think of like how some tactics that are you know because you've been in the anti MLM community? Mm -hmm. What kind of tactics would you say were being used on you in terms of like because you dared leave the flock, you left the fold now, you're no longer a believer. How did that play out? So basically, um, Ashley DM'd me back on Instagram and she's like, hey, how, like, what happened? What's up? Why did you just disappear? And because I had blocked her on Facebook, I, because um, I didn't want to have to like deal with like her like messaging me at this point. Now I was like, you know, I get my refund and I move on with my life. I, no, actually, I never blocked her Instagram, but I deleted the messages because I was just like, Again, I was just so embarrassed. 
And I just said, hey, um, I honestly don't appreciate the fact that you lied to me. I said, this program was not affiliate. I said, you said that this wasn't an MLM, but this is exactly what it is. It is an MLM. I looked up um, whatever, Enagic, what Cajun water filtration systems, everything about it screams MLM. The fact that it's sold exactly as an MLM, the pay structure is exactly MLM, it's an MLM. I don't appreciate the fact that you just straight up lied to me and got my money out of it. This is why I asked my refund and walked away. And she says, first of all, it's not an MLM. It's affiliate marketing. And she tries. I'm just like, bitch, like, why are you trying so hard to tell me this is something that it's not? It's clearly an MLM. Everything about it screams MLM. And the way how you find out something is MLM is the pay structure. Like y'all just added out of yourself out and I just caught you with your pants down. And um, she's like, but I guess that traveling the world and having that financial freedom and being able to have that extra money for your wedding isn't that important to you. And I'm just like, you know what? I have a great boss. I mean, yeah, my hours can suck sometimes at my job. My job can be frustrating, but at least I'm selling stuff. Like if I sell, I get a paycheck. I'm not losing money going to my job. I'm actually making money at my job and I get benefits. Peace. Now what happened with this water filter device? Like, I mean, if you did not have the money, were they offering any other options of like how you could afford it? Just financing it. That's what they were saying. They were saying we have finance plans. They actually had payment plans too. And they were non-refundable payment plans too. And I'm just like, holy fuck. Like, I can't imagine how many people actually took out a loan on this and they realized maybe the product wasn't for them or they didn't have the room. I mean, sometimes people are living in small little apartments and they don't have a room for a big ass water filter or filtration system. And they're like, Oh, I can't have I Or if a part breaks, you can't even get refunds for it. Like they had this very, very, very strict refund policy. And I feel like even if people try to get refunds, it would be a super, super, super big nightmare. Probably not even get a full refund. Well, I've actually seen instances like that, and I believe I've had some comments about that on th this very thing. Yeah, I, I've heard, allegedly, I've heard some of these stories myself, and it's, it's a little bit disturbing that you're expected to finance or outright pay for this thing, and then you're just kind of like, you know, up a creek, no paddle, that sort of a thing. Um, okay. Wow. Okay, I okay. I know that the the pay structure, and I'm not going to go over all the pay structure because mm -hmm. I don't remember the ins and outs of it. But there's yeah. like eight points of like payment of payment, which is yeah. They have this unique payment structure. Okay, everybody mm -hmm. has a unique payment structure. You know, it's just like is you're just you're just taking that pig and putting a different shade of lipstick on it. It's just you know, <laughs> it's really not that different. Um, but would you say that the focus would be was on recruiting so that you would be able to make money yes that's also where i know it's like this is an mlm when it's saying the more people you get buying this the more cut of their pie you get okay talk a little bit more about that oh absolutely i'm more than happy to but again it's like you have the one initial investment you just make is like they're like, just show you yourself off using the product and people are going to love it and people are going to buy it. They added to guarantee that people are going to buy this. And I'm just like, not everyone can afford a $4,000 water filtration system. It's like they're just assuming that 
because it's such a great product, people are just going to buy it. And I feel like it's not just, um, it's not just um, Enagic that did this, but I know that that's how Monique tries to sell. Like this product is just so amazing that the product, the product sells itself. And then that's how a lot of, unfortunately, a lot of puns end up buying up all this inventory that they can't end up moving. And that, so that like, absolutely is not unusual because you, you are told it's like everything's the bee's knees, you know, it's the best and it's going to change the world. That is a very common theme in this type of company. And myself, I mean, the price point of these things, I can't, I mean, doing Beachbody, come on. I mean, the challenge pack, nobody wanted to spend that, but telling someone, oh yeah, this is going to be several thousand dollars. I just can't imagine approaching someone with, with that and having the expectation, well, of course you're going to buy it. I mean, why would you, you can't even physically see it. It's not like you're in a store where you can try it. I know you could, I mean, you could theoretically, I guess, go around, you know, to people, you know, but if you're marketing online, like she was marketing to you, you don't see anything other than like a picture and some videos. That's it. And you're just being told how fabulous it is. And so based on that, that's when you're supposed to say, yeah, I want to do this. And it just seems very odd to me because at least, you know, with LuLaRoe, you I mean, they've kind of seen what those things are. And granted, I wouldn't want to do that either. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't want to wear leggings that like I bend down when I'm at the grocery store picking up a case of, I don't know, something from the bottom shelf and then my pants just rip open. I don't want that. But what was even crazier was they did a, they did a product demo on the video as part of the, um, part of the training. So they were trying to show, uh, like you take like, oh no, uh, I think, yeah, like tomatoes or something like that. And was showing them being rinsed in the water that had been filtered. And it's showing like all the preservatives, wax, you know, all the stuff that they coat tomatoes and like before I put it in a grocery store it's like see this is what you're putting into your body so they say you're investing in your health by buying um the Enagic water filter I feel like Beachbody does the same thing too like oh you're investing in your health by buying our programs which I know someone told me that Beachbody is not like the programs itself you don't make the money from the program sales where you make the money is off of the Shakeology yeah that's true but beyond that it is recruiting people and getting people on your team because you get a team cycle bonus by doing that so it's it's really i mean you get 25% on sales which is not enough you would have to sell a butt ton of shakeology to be able to make any kind of money yeah but and that was one of the things about um how they were i think they were trying to make themselves look a bit different because you just do the one-time huge investment to buy your water filtration system and you use it all the time and then people are just going to inevitably buy it and they even said like someone who ran a yoga studio decided to go ahead and put this um water filtration system in her studio and was serving like the water and that that's how she was able to get more people to buy the water filter machine or whatever Oh, so then she'd pitch to her students. Okay. Yes. Great. Yeah. I'm like, no. And like, I would be so embarrassed because like my husband's a personal trainer. He's been working as a personal trainer for the past 17 years and he hates selling. I always tease him and I say, you cannot even sell a blanket in a snowstorm, but he's so knowledgeable when it comes to his field. He's extremely educated. He's got his bachelor's in exercise science. He has a minor in chemistry. He understands how the human body works. He's worked as a researcher 
for uniform services university but i was like yo if i ever casually tried to pitch mlm products i'm like that it'd be the most embarrassing thing ever because i feel like people who are already paying for his service like the last thing they want is just to be upsold on like i don't know some stupid sham product yeah absolutely i mean there, there's all kinds of examples of be it a massage therapist or um a chiropractor or just different people who are pitch these things just like the yoga instructor that you know you mentioned that are then shilling mlm and they they have a market already you know but regular ordinary people like you and me without this market that you are already you know have a relationship with you're on your own unless you come with this huge following that you've already built on social media in some way it's really really it's next to impossible i mean you, you've heard all the stories, you know, you, yeah. you've heard story after story after story after story. What advice would you give someone if they came across someone on social media and they, maybe the person approached you like, you know, how she, she did you and they're going to go to the webinar and they want to get the course and, you know, what advice would you give them um, before they went down this garden path <laughs> hmm so i think if it's anything that's like that's escaped the nine to five or anything that's uh, like first if they're talking about selling you the dream ask first what exactly am i going to be doing and if things start looking if you get like oh this could possibly be an mlm first thing ask for the pay plan ask for the pay structure ask for the compensation plan that's the first thing that is the ultimate dead giveaway. But the problem is they don't want to give you away too much content before you sit in the webinar, just because I feel like that would scare off so many people. So then they can use that web, the webinar gives them the opportunity to kind of brainwash you. So I feel like ask, what exactly do you do and how do you do it? If they won't tell you exactly what they do and how they do it, run for the hills. Yeah, I agree with you. I would say another thing people can ask for, and not all companies have this, is the income disclosure statement. Mm -hmm. And beyond that, I would say um, a good thing people can do is read the late Dr. John Taylor's, um, he's a paper on for and against multi-level marketing. And within that paper, I know he covered the comp plan of Enagic. And I mean, I think he, I want to say off the top of my head, I want to say it was over 400 different companies' compensation plans that he covered in there and it, there's a lot of information and it pretty much lets you know everything you ever have wanted to know about this type of a business structure oh wow i need to look that up actually but yes that's actually you should somehow put, put that resource somewhere because so many people need just need to have that resource out there I, I've actually, I've put that on a number of my videos. I know I've sent it to people. I, I can, I can send it to you. Um, and I would also, I'll also send this to you as well. I have a paper. It was um, a draft that Doug Brooks um, presented last year. And I'm probably going to get the association wrong, um, but it was at an international conference. I'm, I'm going to get the association wrong. It's, um, it's something with something with cults. And I, again, I can't remember what it's called because I've slept since then anyway, but the title is something like business opportunity cults. And Doug is an attorney who has been fighting against multi-level marketing companies for many, 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 many years. And is a 
very interesting paper. And I, I've read it actually on my channel because I was like, well, this is something that, you know, people need to hear because he, he really lays out things very clearly. And with his legal background, you know, it just, it, it really, it, um, I would say it unpacks some of this stuff that most people are unaware of. Well, that's a good thing. And also I feel really bad because there are so many legitimate business coaches out there. There are people who actually, um, who own businesses. I'm currently in a process of growing a business with my husband and I'm part of a business coaching program. And one of the things I like about it is that my, that the coaches in the program don't sell the dream. They say, okay, this is what you need to do to actually take your business and walking through step by step. It's not this like mindset mumbo jumbo. It's here's how to target your audience. Here's how you tailor your language to speak to your audience. And they say, don't sell dreams, sell, sell a result, show the mistakes that people are um, making, show how your product or whatever is fixing it. So it's actually a legitimate marketing tactic rather than just like, oh, you want to travel the world. You want to be financially free. You want to get out of debt. You want to pay off your student loans. So somehow we're going to generate the semi-passive income. I feel like anything that says passive income, run away from it. I feel like that term has just been tainted because of all these entrepreneurs. I would say also residual income, passive and residual income. Yes. Just exit stage left, you know, just right now. Um, what would you say um, attracted like you and what do you think is attracting like you and like other people to go ahead and say, yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead and attend this webinar. And yeah, I, I think I'll go ahead. And I'm willing to spend a hundred dollars each month for this course that's being offered to me. So personally, I like, I like learning new skills. I like having new tools in my toolbox and sometimes like, you know, you have to pay for certain things. There's only so much you can get for free, but sometimes like it helps to pay as far as having someone take you to the next level, someone to show you something a little bit more in depth. Um, I know that Google does have a lot of resources for um, getting stuff, but sometimes like you want to have someone to walk you through and actually apply it. So I mean, because sometimes it's one of those things I'm like, all right, maybe someone else already went through the trial and error. So it wouldn't hurt to pay someone extra so that they kind of like save me that convenience of me spending thousands of dollars and actually flopping. But I think people forget to realize that failure is a part of the entrepreneurial journey. It's a part of growing a business or starting a business. You make mistakes. You sometimes end up spending a lot of money that you didn't need to spend. That it's what happens. It's part of life. So that's kind of what drew me like, oh, I don't mind spending a hundred bucks. I'm like a hundred bucks is like a week's worth of lunches from going out to eat. I just want to say, Liv, thank you so very much for your time. This has been really interesting and very eye-opening. And um, I'm really glad that you were able to get a refund because oftentimes people are not. So thank you. You're welcome. It's my pleasure. Liv, it was such a pleasure chatting with you and hearing about your experience. The thing is, the compensation plan, that is a dead giveaway. I don't care which way you try to slice that tomato. I mean, it is what it is, you know? And so many of these companies, they all try to say, oh, we're not that. We're not that. No, we are different. We're not what you think. But when you lift the hood, when you look what's inside, it is. It's kind of like... I don't know, my husband and I have this thing about imitation crab meat, you know, where it's Pollock and it's like, I'm a crab. And it's like, no, you're Pollock. You're trying to make people think 
or something else that you're that you're not, you know, or at least kind of come across that way. And I kind of see that this whole thing of a company claiming not to be an MLM, putting on a disguise, you know, they're they're putting this on and doing their very best to see like we're different because our compensation plan is different or this is different, you know, we're not that. But yet you do rely on recruiting endless chain of recruitment. And that's a dead giveaway right there. Plus, people have to pay to play. Like you can't just buy these things, just go to, I don't know, Bed Bath and Beyond or somewhere and, and get this. I mean, you have to get it through someone who is a representative, a distributor, whatever the heck you want to call them. And there's not like this, there's this market for these things, unless you convince people buying this high ticket item is your ticket to financial freedom because yes, like Liv kept saying, everyone's going to fall in love with it, but there's no guarantee in that. Not with any MLM product. There's no guarantee that anybody is going to be like, wow, that's just amazing. And I want me some of that. And here's the thing right now, we are facing an unprecedented crisis. And I kind of hate using those words, but you know, that's the truth. And people are looking for answers. So many people have lost their jobs and that's where MLM just kind of like sneaks on in. And I think that because people are very, very vulnerable right now, they're more open to like, oh, this sounds really good because MLM does prey on that dream of you being able to have freedom, of you being able to have, you know, better finances than anything ever before and it's so much better than, you know, a regular job. And when you don't have a job, if you've lost yours, if you're furloughed or whatever, it might sound really appealing to you. And to me, that's dangerous. I mean, just sirens go off and warning flags. And that's why it's so important for people like Liv to step up and step out and tell their stories. Because that's what we need to do. We need to share these things so that other people can see what sounds like a good thing. It may not be all that. And the thing is, I would also say, before you think of joining anything, before you say yes, give yourself cooling off, period. Walk away from it. Because, you know, anything worth its salt, it's just going to be there. It's not going to just like, you know, run away or anything. Walk away, give yourself time and do your own research. Listen to both sides. Don't just take what some MLM rep is telling you at face value. Really look at it. And there's all kinds of resources that I can direct you to. I mean, there's Pyramid Scheme Alert. There's um, MLM, American Dream Made Nightmare. There is Americans Against MLM. I mean, there's so many different websites. There's Behind MLM. All of these places, you can get some really good information about how multi-level marketing companies actually work. And the thing is also, if you put in whatever multi-level marketing company name into Google, and then you put the word scam next to it, the things that come up typically are people who are part of that MLM, you know, tr defending it, making it sound like at first that they're tearing it apart, but then they're going to tell you how it's really legitimate. Be wary of that. Be wary of anyone who is saying this is all a-okay. They're generally trying to sell you something. You know, as an anti-MLM channel on YouTube, I get attacked by Huns in the comments, you know, all the live long day. That's kind of part of the territory and it's a suck bucket, but it is what it is. But the thing is, 
those are the people that I'm most concerned about. The people who are so deep in that they are, I don't think thinking straight. I don't think they are who they were before they joined the opportunity because they're willing to say the most vile and hateful things to someone defending their business without ever thinking, I wonder if there's some validity to this. Maybe because, you know, it goes back to cognitive dissonance. You can't hold both thoughts as being, you know, accurate in your head. And since they believe the dream so full on, they can't possibly see that it is something other than what they believe. But my hope is for them that at some point they'll be able to open their eyes. Something will happen and they'll realize that what they thought was a really good thing and it was going to be helping people that it's, it's not doing that. It's really more destructive on so many than it is anything else, you know? And remember, change starts now.